in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. Just say it. Just say those words I've been longing for you to say for so long. <laughs> those three With three magic words. words. That's Book Florida. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD podcast with your gracious hosts, Dan. And me, Red. And that's it for today. It's the gruesome twosome. It's all you need, mate. Mm-hmm. Literally true. all you need. It is, exactly. It's the OG too. Mm-hmm. I was listening to um, random. Uh, so, I think I spoke about this previously anyway, but Oliver listens to the Nerd OD podcast when he goes to sleep. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, um, it would put him to sleep. So, it's just because he's he used to listen to lullabies all the time, and then he started weaning off lullabies, mm. um, where he'd just sit and like, listen to them and stuff instead of actually like go to sleep and then start kicking off that he can hear music and stuff. But he just likes the soothing sound of someone being there, and he'd be like, right, I'll settle now. I was like, oh, God, we can't just stay up here all the time. So I was like, I'll stick on an OD podcast and he can hear me. <laughs> the downside is that when he gets really excited, when like when I get really excited on a pod, mm. he then thinks that, oh, my God, that's talking really loud and getting really excited. What's outside the door? And I'm like, no, 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 it's, oh, it's just a podcast. <laughs> so like you'll get excited as well. But it came through on the, uh, the G.1 and when he was just playing about in the bedroom the other night. Like not sleeping, I was going up to try and sort him out, and I was listening to one of the old G dot pods, and I was like, "Wow, mm. that is the OG one." Wow! And to when we used to have it in the games room. Just, just wait until he can. Um, he knows how to work the Google Home. Yeah, it right. won't be long. Okay, Google, play the Nerd OD podcast. He's like, he got my phone the other day, right? Mm. Um, and it w- w- it wasn't locked. So he pressed the home button at the bottom, scrolled the pages, found YouTube Kids, and just stuck it on and started watching it. And I was just like coming back from the kitchen with some uh, fruit for him. And I'm like, um, and he's just like curled up on the couch, just watching my phone. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Amazing. But if you like message me on, on uh, Facebook now, mm-hmm. and if he's on my phone, he'll grab the portrait and just put it to the bottom. Like, he knows how to get rid of everything because oh, he's right. watched if, us if, do it. If the chat head gets in yeah, the way. Yeah, if the chat head pops up, he'll be like, out the way of the screen. And <laughs> like, when it pops up at the corner, he'll swipe right because he knows that's how you get rid of a notification that pops up on the thing. Oh, jeez. So, wow. so he's like, he's learning so much and it's so scary. <laughs> it's just really, really bizarre. Crazy, uh, crazy, crazy. <laughs> but how are you anyway, sir? I'm all right. I'm not, not too bad. Uh, you know, I've been getting on with things, getting the last of my Christmas shopping done, I think. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I'm just started mine. <laughs> so I, I, the internet's full, Reg. Well, this is the thing, right? So I, I, I had my PS4 money, didn't I? That I was like, right, I'm going to buy a PS5 with yeah. that. And then yeah, stupidly yeah. went all mental on um, Black Friday with her to her ash. <laughs> um, so while she's upstairs, I, I got all of her presents sorted and I was like, nice. And then last night she was stood at the, the kitchen door and she's like, yeah, so I need to sort this out and this out and this out because, you know, I know traditionally I usually get this sort of stuff for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, oh, right. Okay. 
I can't really stop you from sorting out all the stuff you want to do because I know that's a job that needed to be done. So now she's expecting other stuff. And I'm like, oh, I've just spent all my money on you anyway. <laughs> and now I need to buy these things that you're expecting. So that's fun. So I messaged my boss and I was like, I know the answer is going to be no, but I need to go to a certain place. Um, in, well, I need to go to the traffic center on um, on next Friday, if possible, because that's when we get paid again. We get paid stupidly early on for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so he was like, well, we are busy. And I was like, I know, mate, but I, I genuinely, this is the only chance where I haven't got Ash, haven't got Oliver, and I can get somewhere. Mm. He was like, right, okay, well, then. It is open until so. 10 o'clock at night. In fact, it might even be later. Some places are open until midnight at the minute because they're like all these these retail businesses are panicking because they lost three weeks of of peak sales. I know, right? right. How are we going to do it? Twenty four seven. Twenty four hours. Ridiculous. Crazy. Although I've been to both Chester and Liverpool, uh, so two of our sort of local cities, and um, and both were pretty pretty like manageable. I thought Liverpool especially, I was going to get panic attacks of people being far too close and, you know, stupid. But they weren't. It was quite nicely, you know, nicely quiet, which was good. I'm going to brave Cheshire Oaks tomorrow, I think, which if anyone has any experience of um, of of our area, the sort of the Wirral Cheshire, you'll know of Cheshire Oaks, which is like the, the UK's biggest um, uh, outlet village. And it's oh, it's horrendous on a on a weekend, yeah. a weekend before Christmas. I mean, me, me and Reg have both worked there in various different places. And it, oh, it was horrible, absolutely horrible when it gets to Christmas. Um, uh, yeah, and it's even worse now because it used to be this nice. It's it's an open for people who don't know. It's a nice open air um, kind of shopping centre, um, but it's it's got a shelter, so you know you're not getting wet. But now they've they've put shops on the opposite it used to just be one side and now they put shops on the opposite side um of, of all the shops that are already there so now it is kind of it's almost indoors but it's out if that makes sense but it means that you've barely got any room to actually walk now which would be fine if we weren't living in 2020 they literally only did this last <laughs> year it was like yeah it's fine you know it doesn't matter people don't care about being two centimeters away but now you just you can't you can't move for people it's horrible and it, it just doesn't work yeah but, but anyway it's fine because that old woman has now had the uh the vaccine so we'll see if she dies or not and then we can all have it yay although speaking of shopping centers and mm-hmm. modern stuff so was it when was it i think it was like stupid o'clock this morning i was dicking about on one of the um the facebook pages like a turtles one and seeing that in um in new jersey in the american dream mall they've got an amazing like roller coaster called the shell razor okay um <clears throat> and it's it's based in their nickelodeon land yeah or nickelodeon universe no but it's like this roller coaster i would legit pay money to go on and I would expect it to be at the likes of like, you know, Universal or at least Alton Towers, like over here. It looks like an amazing roller coaster. It's got loops and fucking all sorts in it. Mm. And it's incredible. And why don't we have that here? Like, <laughs> why don't we have anything like that? I'm on it here? now. The TMNT Shell Razor. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it one of these um, <clears throat> spinning coasters or is it? No, no, it's just no. it's an actual proper full on just bug standard it's got a proper um, lift climb, 
going up and really steep oh, drop. Oh, there you like, go. Yeah, like, like a vertical loop. Stuff. It looks a bit like, for UK people, Mumbo Jumbo at um, Flamingo Land. I don't even remember Mumbo Jumbo. It's a bit, it's a bit greater than vertical drop goes back in itself and doesn't yes. really do much in terms of going left and right it does a bit but it's mostly all quite quite compact which makes sense for an indoor theme park yeah but how good does it look are you on the uh, the yeah, front row that one? does look good incredible it does look very good so yeah i'm um I, even though i do want to go back to florida stupidly mm. bad i might have to make a quick trip to new jersey first yeah well this is this is just it you know I've always wanted to go to New York. New York's been on my list for ages, and at some point, I'm definitely going to go. I'm not going to put a date on it because that would be silly at the moment, but at some point in the next few years, I want to go. But you tend to go, people go for like four or five days, don't they? Mm. I don't want to fly seven hours across the Atlantic to go somewhere for five or six days. So I will, I also want to go to Jersey. So there you go. I'm going to spend a, a day or two around Jersey. I want to go to Secret Stash. I want to go and see Quick Stop. I want to see all the Kevin Smith, um, you know, Viewers Universe, uh, all the different spots. And, you know, that, that's that's probably a day of my of my trip. And I would love that. I would probably love that as much as, as walking around New York. Yeah. At the same time, I'm a massive skinflint. So I also don't want to spend like £90 to go up the top of the Empire State Building. It's just it's what? insane. It's insane money. That's and, how much it like, is to go up to the top of the Empire State. It's something ridiculous. It is. It is around that. It might be ninety dollars or something, but I'm Holy sure it's a, it's a lot of money. And I've spoken to people and like, oh, well, you just get the like the multi pass and it lets you like the New York tourist ticket and it lets you go there and to Ellis Island and over to uh, Liberty Island and stuff. But like Liberty Island, where Statue of Liberty is. Um, the boat literally just goes, you know, back and forth and then you can walk around the island. So you can see the Statue of Liberty from underneath and whatever. And as you come up on the boat um, and that's that's a lot. I, I don't know how much, but I know it's sort of, you know, like 30, 40, 50 quid, something like that, let's say. Um, but if you get the Staten Island Ferry, which is something like three dollars, um, the Staten Island Ferry literally goes right the way around the island. So you get almost the most perfect view of Statue of Liberty for about three dollars. Nice, that's so, the way to do it, isn't it? Ex- exactly, exactly, Reg. So, yeah, I, that, that's my sort of holiday. I'm like, yeah, I'm not spending money on that, but I'll do this, which is a much cheaper alternative, which gives me almost the same sort of satisfaction. Um, yeah, but anyway, yes, I spend a day over in Jersey doing that, and then yeah, I would probably have to go on the Turtles roller coaster just so you could you could hate me. Wow. <laughs> You could yeah. just like just because it looks amazing, not and because I want Reg to hate me. No. So what what no. can I do? I've been waiting ages to get Reg to finally hit that well, point. Reg, you you speak to the missus, I'll speak to the missus, and then we'll get Sean, uh, who has just got four grand refund for his Disney World holiday that's not happened. Oh uh, uh, no, did he go. finally get the uh, the clarification? I, I I'm sure I read it on his Facebook. Now I'm doubting myself because you haven't heard it, but I'm pretty sure that's. The I've case. not really been on no. the book of face to be honest with you. I only no. came on to note, like, message you to be like, "Oh, can we do this quickly?" Yeah. Fair. Well, uh, yeah, I'm pretty to... sure. So uh, yeah, I like because I, I almost, I almost feel like I, I like holding on my own, but walking around all the viewers' queue stuff, you know, I'd almost feel like I want to share that with someone, Reg, and oh. me, you, and Steve. 
a nod on tour that would be that would be a dream a, a million percent i'd love to go visit all the earth with kevin that, smith and see then we and then i wouldn't mind doing it over like four or five days that's fine the the, the thing is though i whenever i think i want to go america i would i would want to go for two weeks so I'd do the four or five days doing that trip. And then, and then you'd take a week down in Florida. And then do a week in Florida. <laughs> yeah, Ash and Oliver can fly down and uh, <laughs> join you. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. We were, um, what were we looking at the other day? Oh, um, we, we were getting all the all the stuff out of the um, the cupboard, the wardrobe and stuff to wrap, like Christmas present wise, for Oliver getting it all sorted. Mm. And Ash found all our photos from when Bus 3 went. Yeah. Uh, Florida. We were chatting about it all, and she's like, oh, this has changed so much. Like, oh, can you remember how much it's changed? Like, I know, and you want to see how much it's changed now. So we just both jumped on the, um, like, on the uh, YouTube and stuff, and I was like, look at this now. And she was like, mm. oh, Oliver would love that. And it's like, I know, and Toy Story Land. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Toy Story. And I was just like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> just yeah. like, just just say it. Just say the words I've been longing for you to say for so long. <laughs> That's all I'm waiting for. I want to go to florida yeah, yeah. it's just those magic words exactly that, that, that's it that's book florida those three With three magic words. words that's it uh, <laughs> that's it but yes you are right disney got cancelled on uh november 27th oh, there you go. Sean. yeah yeah to be fair the, you know every time i go there's always a ride that is opening but not open yet and then i'm like yeah but, you know I'll go the next year and then it'll be open that'll be open and i keep announcing stuff so I, I would almost, at the moment, great, it would be nice and quiet, um, but I would feel bad because I don't get to go on the Jurassic Park Velocicoaster, the the, yeah. the the Raptor launch coaster that they're building. Um, I wouldn't get to go on the Tron roller coaster at, at Disney, wouldn't get to go on the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, which looks amazing. Have you seen the cars working? Yeah. Oh, my days. Yeah. It oh. just... I can't understand how how it just doesn't fall apart. Uh, to describe <laughs> it, it is just it's a just looks like a really good standard roller coaster, lots of loops, which is unusual for a Disney theme park in in, in the states. There's not many that have got loops, um, but the cars are also like simulator cars, and so they move around on all angles, uh, and it just I don't know looks amazing. Um, the the what's it the the new ride at the the at Legoland looks amazing as well. There's a um like an inside the Lego factory ride where you go around in these um in these trackless cars and that looks awesome. It's just so much coming up and opening soon. New roller coaster at SeaWorld as well. SeaWorld are pivoting from from animals very very slowly. Mm. they're like, uh, like yeah okay no, we know people this. have got a problem with that let's eventually let's retire once all the shamus die. We won't get any more. Um, so, but then they'll have like, I mean, they're going to have, is this the fourth roller coaster they've got there? Fourth big, amazing looking roller coaster. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's another place worth visiting. And it, new, yeah. new Guazi, Iron Guazi at Bush Gardens. Yeah. Uh, I miss Bush Gardens. Mm. Like when we were looking through the old photos and stuff um, from our 2012 trip, loads of them were, uh, I Animal Kingdom, uh, um, Bush Gardens, and mm. NC World, and I was like, "Oh, what was the name of that roller coaster?" And I just looked at the track, and I was like, "Oh, I know it, I know it." And yeah, I was like, one of them was like, oh, "I remember Guazi," and mm. just going through some of the old, the old rides. I was like, 
damn, as much as I think all I want to do is go back and just, just be in Universal. Like right now, my happy place would be walking through Islands of Adventure, like alleyway, just to get mm-hmm. into the island. Yeah. It's like a beer in hand and just be like, right, what are we hitting first? <laughs> like that that's all I want. But then the more I think about Florida and stuff and looking back through them, I'm like, damn, Bush Gardens and SeaWorld were incredible. That's the problem. I, I sometimes, you know, the, the last couple of times I've been, I haven't done Disney. But I've been like, yeah, you know, I could do Disney. Disney, you need like an entire solid week there, don't you? It takes up so much yes. of a holiday. I'm like, well, maybe I could get Universal and a couple of days at Universal. Oh, but then I really want to go to see all that. Oh, I really want to go to Bush Gardens. I really want to go to this water park. And it just, it all starts stacking up until the point where you're like, I'm just going to have to not go to Disney. And I'm generally think, okay with that, but it's been so long now that I'm almost getting there where I think the next time I would have to go to Disney. I'd I need to do Flight of Passage and the, um, mm. the, the Pandora and Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and Rise, Rise exactly. of Resistance mm-hmm. is not even a question. Mm. I, I need that in my life. Okay. So I, I do, but I was thinking about this. So... If you're going to do the the actual full on trip, I would. If I was only able to go for like a week, if Ash was like, right, you're allowed one week, and one week only, mm-hmm. out there by yourself, do whatever you want to do, but that's it. I'd be like, sound. Haven't got Ash, which means I don't need a day off from the parks. So like you know, beach day, out the window, that's mm-hmm. that's fine. Happy with that. Uh, the shopping day, we'll just do a shopping evening. Yeah, instead of true. a shopping day so <laughs> yeah but then the theme so, parks the theme parks are all open till like 10 11 o'clock at night yeah but <laughs> what you need to do is when you're in disney when you finish doing the rides just go to disney springs have mm-hmm. a little mooch around there and then once you've done your your days your main days at the park so forget about the water parks you just literally do like a day at hollywood studios day at epcot day at animal kingdom day at the magic kingdom um and then a day, I suppose you could fit in one of the water parks, can't you? Because there's only the four main parks, but I forgot a park. Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, that's it, isn't it? So yeah, mm. so, the, so you've got the four, four there, which you can do. And then you'll have your next day moving back to the Enclave is where you'd stay. And then you'd go 10 minutes away from Universal Islands Adventure. Now, if we do it the same sort of date we did last time around when us three went, we literally walked on absolutely everything. And we'd done both parks by like half 12. Yeah. So you could easily do a full day there, get it all out of your system and what you need to do. And then you've got two more days left where you can do one day at SeaWorld, one day at Busch Gardens. Okay. that, my friend, is the most expensive holiday you'll ever go on, <laughs> but the greatest holiday you would ever go on. Yeah. And in the evenings, obviously, we go Florida Mall, um, look around for watches for like, you know, a few hours, trying to find me a nice watch, um, hit the food courts. See, it's all, it's all there, all plotted. I found a place you could stay at on International Drive for $6 a night. Now, okay. I imagine that you probably have to sleep outside and it's flea ridden and there's like you know a gazillion and one other people there which is how they make the money but it's possible <laughs> so if you wanted to do it on the cheap that is an option um but yeah it's it's possible if you if you if we've got a spare week we can smash every single theme park 
and do it. I mean, hell, you might even be able to do more. If by the time we get to go, we could park off, which means we could probably do more instead of having to just rest. Yeah, and be like, let's do one does, park a day. Does it make like you this. feel? <clears throat> does it make you feel good planning fictional holidays, Reg? It's like this. It's some sort of like serotonin hit, isn't it? When you start doing the, this sort I of stuff, I have lost track <laughs> the amount of times I have planned yeah. my next Florida holiday. Okay. Especially when I, if you go on like my history on my work laptop, yeah, the amount of times I've been on like flight scanner and. This guy's going to run like the Virgin holidays yeah. going, just going to price up this, just going to price up that. And like just chat to someone about Florida and going, oh, yeah, well, this would be probably the best time you went. And then just getting up the tickets and I was like, and this is what I, and then it starts. And then you just see Ash rolling her eyes into the back of her head because she's like, fuck's sake, please, for the love of God, just shut up about it. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do love it so much. Well, we're on um, theme parks. So, this year, because we sort of had a feeling that holidays weren't going to be a, a necessarily a, a, an easily accessible thing, we decided to get a, um, a Long Towers and Merlin annual passes. Um, yes. And we pay them monthly. We do. It, it worked out quite well. They take about £9 a month from us, but we've easily had our money's worth. We've been all over. Um, but around about, I think it was like July or August, they just stopped selling annual passes altogether. Because once they'd reopened the the parks, um, you know the, it, it was limited attendance, wasn't it? it was limited mm-hmm. admission. Um, but they also then meant it meant you had to pre-book, so all annual pass holders had to pay a pound to pre-book a slot, which wasn't wasn't the end of the world. It's absolutely fine if you could get slots, but you had to book like weeks in advance, and a lot of the time you sort of, you know, we, we, when we used to go, it used to be quite last minute, wouldn't it? It would be sort of a few days before, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you get Thursday off, yeah, great, let's go. Um, or then if there was a big day, like we wanted to go over Scarefest, you had to book, like, right when they went on sale. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, so it made sense that they stopped selling passes, because if existing pass holders can't use them, um, it's not really fair to let other people buy them. Um, now, about a month ago, they announced a new pass, um, which isn't too bad. £69. It's only going to be available for a limited time, but you can only go on uh, 200 out of the 365 days in the year. So it's very, it's quite limited in that I think you can't use it at weekends and you can't use it um, in holidays. So it's, t- it's like a turn time pass, right, which okay. isn't too bad if you, you know, if you're not a Monday to Friday worker that's pretty good for 69 pounds but they've not announced anything for a, a full year um but they just have and the passes used to be about i mean when we got them we, we all got them what, about six seven years ago i want to say maybe maybe mm. longer and i think we got like merlin premium passes for about 70 quid each it was like these yeah. very cheap and they've crept up over the years to about maybe 100 i think about 150 164 uh, a, uh, a gold pass which gives you free parking and all sorts of stuff and no blackouts the new ones okay they're on sale at the moment okay oh god so the, the sale introductory rate for a standard pass is now 199 what? and the platinum they're calling it is up 239 however once the sale ends they're going to go up to 219 and 299 overall now the new platinum pass barely gives you anything extra over the old one. Now they all give you free parking now, 
but that used to be about 160 maybe something like that at, at worst case mm. um but you know you get it during a sale you can get it a lot cheaper like I, when you take into account the monthly i'm paying it works out about 110 quid or something um so i had i had a look on the, the facebook post when they announced it and there was about 400 comments and there was not one single positive comment um I went back like the next day and I'd look at another post they had and I found one positive comment and it was the one that Merlin had replied to. It's usually, you know, they'll reply and go, oh, yeah. yes, I think you're going to have a great time at this, you know, the usual social media thing. There was one where someone said, well, actually, I suppose if you work through this and it's not that bad. And then they commented, yes, we agree. We think it's great. Every other one was someone going, all right, the, the, my, my renewal, which was supposed to be due, was only going to be 110 pounds. Now you want me to pay 240 pounds. It's insanity. However, I understand why they're doing it. So post-corona times, when everything sort of blows over, they're sort of they're, they're still having trouble getting people to um, you know to, to to be able to offer the right number of slots to be let people come. So if there's people buying passes and they can't use them because there's too many pass holders, um, that makes them pointless. So I think they're just selling an awful lot less for a heck of a lot more. You know, so they're like, like, well, let's double the cost, but we'll have half as many. We, they know they're going to take a massive hit, and most people aren't going to buy them. Do, you, that, that's your universal ticket, right? Yeah, there. that is. And granted, yeah, that's universal for you know, that's a week pass. Yeah, but, but yeah, you would get 100 for more enjoyment. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at uh, if, if Sean was on, he'd be the first to say uh, an annual pass for Disneyland, like with certain blackout dates, but not particularly bad ones. Um, it's only about 80, 90 quid, something like that. Oh, is like it? For Disneyland in Paris. It's cheaper to buy um, an annual pass than to buy like a, a three-day ticket in a lot of cases. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I, this is old numbers. I remember this from a few years back because I haven't been for a while. Might be a little bit more now, but I know it's not, definitely not 300 pounds. But they yeah. do they do like highly blacked out and like minimal blackout and then no blackout. sort of. Yeah. So I guess... It's like the £69 pass. You know, if I was still working in retail, I, that's probably something I'd do. You know, 69 quid to go to any of them any Monday to Friday. I can probably live with that, but, um, you know, I don't. And my other half doesn't. It's Monday to Friday, so it's just not, not feasible for a lot of people, I'm sure. But Yeah, the, I think that's, that's what I would, because this year I've been told I have to start trying to book my holiday days. Mm. Um, because I've not used any <laughs> that all this year because we've been so busy and obviously kept going because due to like the key worker stuff with working in communications, like we've just yeah, been. They, they'd they'd been, have asked you to cancel your holidays if you'd have booked any. <laughs> yeah, but now they're like, we, we, we can't pay you for your holidays. You're going to have to use holidays. And I'm like, Mark, can you use my holidays? He's like, no, we're too busy, mate. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do with these. So this is the stage now where it could get to the, the point where I'm like, you know what? January by the end of Jan I have to use up all my sort of time off mm-hmm. that crude. Um so I've got like three and a half weeks worth of holiday days to take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I might just be like, ah, right, okay. So I'm gonna book all of them in one block and I might just be like, fuck it, babe, it's cheap enough. Shall we just go <laughs> Disneyland Paris with all of them? Yep. If it's open. Like, I can't I'm not going to Disneyland Paris. I only ever want to go to the one in Florida. I'm like, okay. Because she it's, refuses point blank. It's genuinely to. good. It, I mean, I, I grant it, you'll feel like, you know, 
it is a slightly cheaper version. It's just smaller, but it's got all the best rides. Yeah, and some of them are better. Over the, yeah, and some rides aren't anywhere else that are better. And like Crush's Coaster is is amazing. Crush's Coaster is Spinball Wizard indoors, Finding Nemo themed, but it's just better. Um, thing the space Space Mountain is a better version of Space Mountain in Florida. Rock and Roller Coaster, obviously that's closed now because they're doing it over as Avengers. Um, but just no, yeah. You think when you go to Florida and you've got these four theme parks and each one's got like a handful of decent rides, they've just gone, all right, well, that one from there, that one from there, that one from there, and stuffed them all into one decent-sized park and one tiny little park. So it's it's got all the best stuff. You get to experience, you know, Tower of Terror and Space Mountain and Star Tours. Uh, you know, I mean, they've even got the new Star Tours there now as well. So it's, it's yeah, it is worth it, I think. It's a lot cheaper. And you can stay on property as well for pretty cheap. You can stay in one of the Disney hotels, but yeah, I was going to say just just looking at the uh, the annual yeah. passes now while we talk. This is not going to be good for me, is no. it? Let's be honest. Well, uh, you'll be on the U- the English site. I'm guessing the yes. trick is don't ever buy tickets from the English site. Buy them from the French, the French site and Google site. Translate it because they are cheaper, <laughs> a lot cheaper. All oh, right, it's closed until Feb 21 anyway. There you go. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. only Florida that's open. Yeah, uh, well, like not, this, not for sure. <laughs> the way I see it, so this, um, you know, I'm like saying about how the the Merlin are going. Well, let's charge double the price and sell half as many. You know, that that's that's kind of a, a choice they've made. But when you think about things like gigs, and you know, they, I think, I mean, they kind of start. They've started to to be a, a thing again. They've started to sell tickets. But I can't imagine they're selling full capacity. So no. things like that just going to go more expensive. I haven't seen cinemas go more expensive. That was the interesting thing. I expected um, cinemas to stop charging a fiver like they have been. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that the very cheap yeah. ones were as cheap but, as what they were. But maybe it's because they were making a lot more money because they were just showing like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park and stuff and going, yeah, well, these are old films now. Yeah. <laughs> but... Segway. Let's see where I'm going here. Um, it turns out in America, at least, you won't need to go to the cinema because you can just get HBO Max and watch. I know all right? of the Warner Brothers movies, of what? which there are a lot more that you would be interested in uh, on TV. At the same time as being in the cinema, of course, won't happen over here. Um, they will be released at the cinema, um, but in the states, yeah, there's going to be a year of of um hbo max wb movies um which i mean the the, the headline sounds amazing for for people right mm. i was like okay great i'm gonna be able to watch wonder woman i'm gonna be able to watch suicide squad i'm gonna be able to watch june uh godzilla versus king kong you know loads of these films there's some really big films coming out that warner brothers have got some stake in um and it all sounds great at the same time, I almost, I think, I think I would still go for a fiver. I would still go to my local view and watch some of these films on the big screen. I just like that experience. So yeah, see, at least you've I, got the choice. I miss, I miss the cinema. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I've missed the cinema for so long now because I, uh, like, uh, by the time that we get the little one to to bed and have tea and settle down, mm. it's like nine o'clock. 
so I'm like oh, knackered. I'm like, can I really be asked going to a ten o'clock screen? Unless it's like a special momentous occasion, like you know, End Game or like Infinity War, that sort of stuff, where it's a midnight show, and I'm like, I'm fucking down for that. Um, but stuff like the new Spidey and stuff like that, I'll be like, yeah, you know, if it's on HBO Max, VPN it. You just watch mm. it, so I can still watch it and not feel like, oh man, I'm going myself like a year and a half because I can't get to the pictures. Yeah, at least I can chill out at home using a VPN. Yeah, but it watch. also means, and like, this is not, it's not something I, I, I genuinely do. I don't, I don't pirate films. Um, there's enough on Netflix and on Amazon yeah. that my cinema's cheap enough. But it means you immediately got, you know, perfect 4K in a lot of cases pirate yeah. copies are going to be you know because someone's just going to screen record there's no way that hbo max have got some kind of technology that no one can get around just i can't see it happening yeah. so you know internationally if they don't sort something out like that i, I think that would be pretty disastrous yeah but, i think the, you know. the weirdest thing as well is the fact that they've thankfully not gone the disney plus route and gone Oh, yeah, we're going to release it at the same time as cinema. However, we're going to charge a fucking stupid amount. But that's, of that's what they, I think that's what they should be doing. Because it's sort of, I don't know, it's like, it's almost like they've gone, we've got all these movies and nothing we can do with them. The, the longer they sit there, the more money we lose. So let's just work something out and just get them out there. Um, but they're, they're apparently they're you know, they give, I don't know how much this deal was. that I, I know the percentages. I've got a, an article up here with the percentage of the um, HBO Max are going to be paying for. Um, but apparently there's $4 billion worth of potential box office revenue that they're giving up on based on all the movies that are getting released and not getting, you know, not getting released at the cinema, um, which is which is insane. I mean, that's a heck of a lot of money. Any a lot of other studios would have been dead with that, but yeah, you're they, right. they also Warner Brothers don't they they haven't necessarily fully funded or own a lot of the movies they've announced that are coming out on on HBO. So like, um, there's a lot of films on that list that are from Legendary, so um, Godzilla vs King Kong and June. Um, yeah, and that's like human about it, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so they were seventy-five percent funded by Legendary, twenty-five percent by Warner Brothers, and then Warner Brothers went, "Yeah, sorry, that's going to HBO." So all that money you might have made there, well, look, you're getting something from HBO. Be happy with that, and you'll get the international box office. But then also um, things like uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, Netflix were negotiating with Legendary, and they'd offered two hundred and fifty million to put that film on their service and it was apparently going very well and then Warner Brothers stepped in and said no sorry and <laughs> purely I'm sure because they had this this idea yeah. it's just I I almost I get putting some big heavyweight title like one one or two so putting Wonder Woman surely that yeah that's a massive draw um to get people over the HBO Max but it just if it, I, I can't see there being you know that many people who will then join HBO Max for individual movies. People are just going to go in on mass, subscribe to it, and then that's it. But they want loads of you know big increases as the as the year goes on, based on all these new movies. And at the same time, so do you remember at the beginning of all this, um, was it Trolls, the Trolls World Tour movie that got released yeah. at, at home, didn't it? You could pay like fifteen pounds, twenty dollars, or something like that to to watch it at home. 
Now, that made me think, like, that almost devalues the franchise, which they clearly want, because this, this was a sequel. You know, the first one did big, big money at the box office, and then the second one had all this potential, and suddenly it's like a home movie release. And even mm. though people kind of know it's not, I don't think, I don't know, I think in your head you just think, oh, yeah, it's just it's on the TV. It's not as big a deal as being at the cinema. And that's apparently, well, that's one of the problems they've said with um, Legendary said about June. Like, this is supposed to be the start, if it take, took off, of this massive franchise. Yet suddenly you've got, you know, you've got this huge cinematic movie that's getting released on people's TVs. And it almost takes away from that and I think sort of eats into the maybe the potential of it being this big franchise. Don't know. Some, yeah, just, it does, because you won't ever get the same appeal. So it's like going into, for example, say I wanted to, to chat about this next film anyway, it's coming up, hmm. but the, the new Doctor Strange that's, yeah. that's coming out. Hmm. So like Doctor Strange on the IMAX was just, the IMAX 3D was one of the most mind-blowing sort of experiences oh, yeah. that I've experienced in cinema. And then I watched it at home and I'm like, yeah, it's a good film, but it was nowhere near the sort of the level of the experience that I'd gained from watching it in the pictures. And I don't think I would have been as hyped for the sequel as much as if I watched it straight away through on like a streaming service, like on Disney plus, I wouldn't be like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be. Stuff that's on TV doesn't have as big a sort of an impact, you know, it's, it's like these, um, you know, all the Marvel TV series. I know they are absolutely going to be part of Canon and part of the MCU, I, yeah. But I almost don't, I don't know, I just don't feel like it feels like as big a deal as when one of the new movies comes out. No, you know, 100%. I'm, 100% no. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for a lot of them, but like, yeah, to know, you know, like the Hawkeye TV series. I'm just like, yeah, okay, that'd be good. But Yeah, it's just something to have. On, and it's going to happen the yeah. same as what, what the others do. Like, I loved Arrow. I loved yeah. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I loved Flash. And then after like a season or two, I just like I haven't had the time to, to keep up and yeah. catch up and like really embrace it. Whereas the the films, like because you know on TV you can record it and you can watch it anytime you want. Exactly, it's fine. It's there. It's at home. It's not like a momentous occasion. Like oh, it's Friday night. Let's go watch it. It's like oh, I've got it. You know, if we've got time, we'll watch it tonight. If not, we'll stick it on tomorrow mm-hmm. or the weekend or whenever. So the urgency is is vastly removed from it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's definitely going to skew the viewer figures that's going to come through as well for it, which is a shame. Mm. Um, and I do agree, but I, I, I do like the fact that I can do this as well. Yeah. So like, it's, it's a it's a no-win situation for them, unfortunately. No, but, the minute, but that's it. it. It's, um, I can't remember where it is. I'm just having a, oh, yeah, here you go. So the I think it's the president of Warner Brothers. His tweet was when he announced it, it was linked to the news story, and it just said, this one is for the fans. Yeah. And, that that's it <laughs> it is that's the, the the winners in this are the people at home but yeah i also but i don't know i really i, I i'm sort of looking when you look at the big picture of i mean the, a lot of the actors and actresses and people filmmakers made deals where they said you know they took a, a cut in pay but then they get part of the back end so they get the you know the um the box office money yeah so yeah. how does that work out apparently gal gadot when they announced Wonder Woman, she was supposed to be getting um, some of the money from that. So they've paid her just $10 million and then gone, there you go. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I've so, heard that that's the only film that they've done it with, haven't they? Is the, well, the, the exactly. cast for exactly. that. So now everyone else is like, you can't do one without the other. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's some big ones there. You know, like Suicide Squad and, and the new the new, mate, the new mate Matrix. They think that's coming out next year. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, no. <laughs> no way. Like, how many films have we seen that's not coming out for another year? Have we seen lots of you know loads of footage of it we've seen trailers like we've seen a trailer for june and i don't i don't think that's out until is that december next year i say it's tail end isn't it yeah so yeah the matrix all i've heard is all these things oh yeah this person's been cast this person's coming back this person's a stuntman and he's still working on it and that's about it but yeah I, I, i i just can't see it it's being sustainable I, I like I like the it's you know great I like the idea of it unfortunately we're not going to benefit from it but um, yeah I just I don't know I like I like going to cinema and I and I worry that it's going to be another nail in the coffin of cinemas I think we're going to end up with um, Disney Plus cinemas Amazon cinemas Netflix cinemas where they just you know it's sort of almost a loss leader and they just go well here you go if you're in, um, we'll put our big releases on the cinema our own cinemas yeah. or cinemas owned by studios I don't know but, yeah definitely going to be a bit of a uh, a strange one yeah but it's like I, I, I it's like you said I hope that they don't at the end try and push this agenda because I um, what I do hope is that quite a few of the big releases go in fact you know what we just need time to take some more time out and do yeah. some edits and do some cuts and oh yeah. we'll release it in 2022 instead and just you know make you it know, so yeah no one wants to wait that long though I mean, no, how long I know, but like, for, how, for, how much money? The Black Widow. How much money are they losing? Just not not only because of obviously the delays, but also due to the fact that now they're not, like you said, not going box office and stuff. Like most of the, the guys make the money from that, like direct stuff. So it, it's going to be the death of a lot. Uh, you'll find a lot more just sort of, like you said, Netflix originals and stuff like that coming through instead of yeah. these high budget, massive blockbuster films, which is it's going to be a, a crying shame. But yeah, the, well, the, yeah, it's hard because at the same time, like it would be nice to have that ease of access for it just to be there. So I'm in the the camp of like I don't know what to uh, what to suggest, but yeah, yeah, I get both sides of it. I just it's it's I'm I'm the the, the only one I'm surprised that we've not heard anything about is Black Widow. Like mm. Disney are just sitting on that. It's almost like, like I know that when when the Disney TV series, um, the Marvel TV series, all started to get announced. People were like, oh, do, do a Black Widow TV series. But they almost owed her the, you know, the the grandeur of doing a movie. Because, you know, she's become one of the most beloved characters in, in that franchise. And, and then they spoilers kill her off. And so people have always demanded this female-led Marvel movie way before Miss Marvel came along. Um, so it almost needs to be released at the cinema. But I'm surprised... Disney haven't done anything about it yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, while we were talking about um, obviously the, the Marvel films and whatnot, have you heard the, uh, the latest from Spider Man spe- speculation about the, Well, apparently, yeah, so it starts off, doesn't it, in Doctor, in Doctor Strange 2, where mm. apparently they've signed a deal where um, Doc Ock's going to be reappearing. Yeah. In, uh, in Doctor Strange 2. But not only is it 
Doc, uh, Doc Ock, which is coming through. Mm-hmm. It's the one from the original Spider-Man trilogy. It is. is. It's Alfred Molina from Spider-Man 2. It is, yes. which is awesome. Yeah. Because now, the same for Spider-Man 3, we're going to get a sort of mini live-action Spider-Verse. Which seems crazy. Like, I, I, you know, it's kind of a big deal when they did the the CGI uh, into the Spider-Verse movie. In that, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is a way of getting on. But to then to suddenly do a live-action version of it, less than, what, three years later, <laughs> it seems really odd. But, yeah. <laughs> but great. But the thing is, the it's almost because of, I think, that and the games and stuff like that that have brought all these other Spider-Men into more of the public conscious. Yeah, you know, because I know obviously a lot a lot of people who read the comics know about all the variations of Spider-Man, but a lot of people at home didn't and then suddenly this movie came along and did it in such a good way and then you've got the games and you know the Miles Morales game is massive. So I understand why they might want to do that now, but yeah, I'm 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 quite intrigued to to know how they'll work it all in, and because the the initial announcement was months ago, wasn't it, where Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. That's the only one that I was like, oh, they've done so well. Yeah, and but they were like, but that's just it on its own. On its own, that does sound like that. But then when you suddenly hear that Alfred Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock, and then also you've seen the rumors now that Kirsten Dunst is coming back as MJ. Yeah, as MJ. Um, Andrew Garfield as Amazing Spider-Man, but that but apparently they're also in the middle of negotiating with uh, Tobey Maguire to come back. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if the whole J. Jonah Jameson thing at the end of um, Spider-Man Far From Home, where it was um, I forget the guy's name. The guy uh... who but yeah, anyway, the know, guy who played J. Jonas Jameson in the original trilogy and he reprised it in, in this. If that was all part of the plan, if it wasn't just a little, oh, we can get him and he's so perfect, let's bring him in. Yeah, this is how they, it started. Yeah, or whether they were like, they, they knew that this is what they were going to do and this is some sort of, you know, it's almost like the crossing of the of the universes already because it's all... Yeah. It's got to be something to do with the snap being so huge, you know, and then all their time traveling and all this, you know, using the Infinity Gems, of course, a rupture in in the universe, whatever. Got to be something to do with that. So that would that would time it right. And it would also potentially get around the fact that he's been outed as Peter Parker. Mm. So I don't know. I'm very excited, though. Very, very excited. Yeah, I was going to say I, I can't wait for that. No, are you um, are you particularly excited, Reg, for the uh, the Monster Hunter movie? Oh boy, mm. you know who aren't the Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> funny you should say that, Reg. Wow, <laughs> that. Yeah. How did they think that was a good idea? I don't know. It's one of these films that is partly funded by um, Chinese studios as well, isn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah, so essentially, it, this film was first of all was supposed to be coming out on um, Christmas Day, so the same day as Wonder Woman, same day as Pixar's Soul, um, but then it got moved back until the thirtieth, and now they've moved it forward until the eighteenth of December. But it, it's it's already released in China, or at least it was released for a day. Yeah, came the, out for the a day. Biggest market that they were going to get for exactly. this. Exactly, like. 
it, it's bad enough this year. Like they, 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 they're going to really struggle to make money back. And then they open it in like the second biggest movie market in the world. And then they have to pull it from theaters after a day because of a, 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 a line that has racial connotations for the Chinese. And, yep. it's, and it's a China. So I'll, I'll read out what it is. So apparently, so there's a 10 second scene. There's a, a white male character and an Asian character played by um, a guy called MC Jin, who's apparently a, a, a bit of a, a, an MC, a rapper, um, an actor. And they're driving in a car at high speed. The white the white guy says, what? Um, the, the Jin shouts, look at my knees. The other guy says, what kind of knees are these? <laughs> and, the, and the Chinese guy says, Chinese yeah. So this pointless throwaway, not even remotely funny joke, which I—I I mean, I—I'm—I'm I, I'm not a, a, the sort of person that runs around and going, "Oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. Cancel you for that." But even hearing that joke, that gives me flashbacks of the thing, uh, you know, that when, when I was a kid, of, and I'll—I will say it just in context, but the the Chinese Japanese dirty knees thing mm. i remember that i remember hearing that when i was a kid and that straight away makes me think of that and i i would immediately think right yeah just delete that line that cannot be yeah how point. how that got past the actual yeah. the, the not only the writing but it was the the chinese government that actually reviewed it wasn't it and said yes okay we uh, yeah everything well, can come through and then they were like oh hang on a minute but that's yeah but that's a different thing that is like does it need to be censored or is it are people getting offended by it and they're not going to go, people will get offended by this. But it just, people saw it. And apparently it's not even entirely that, because obviously that doesn't necessarily translate. But it's about, um, there's a Chinese proverb that says that men have gold under their knees and only kneel to the heavens and their mother, which apparently is something to do with, um, if you see a man kneeling, then um, it's a really special moment. (laughs) And it's supposedly derogatory towards that. That's that's the way they're reading it, so wow. it's just crazy. So it was out for a day, and now it's been pulled, and they are going to get out a new version without that in. Uh, and China has still said no to that. From what oh, I've have read. they? I haven't read yeah, that. So, I haven't seen that yeah, update. China have come back and said, yeah, even with this, we 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 ain't having it. <laughs> so it's yeah. yeah. So they've officially managed to screw themselves out of their their biggest market, yeah. the one that's literally you know it's. It's constant and mad to start with. Like, yeah, absolutely. They've got like cafes and everything it. all over the bloody place, yeah. haven't they? And and now they're just like, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we're not interested in your movie anymore because you fucked us over. Yeah. It's just, just unbelievable what they think, especially yeah. now. Also, they probably saw it and went, "This is not Monster Hunter." Yeah, you're right. You keep it. Yeah, but it's just like it. I, I could imagine if it, this was back in like the seventies or like the eighties. That very, very pushed 90s, they would have got away with it. Mm. These days, where someone so much as sneezes on a film now, and people are like, oh my God, they never covered their mouths, just for the gym, yeah. and get offended by it. Then, mm. yeah, people are well going to get offended by proper racist jokes. Yeah, it's but just... I don't know whether, um, I don't know whether that sort of culture has has reached that part of the world yet. I know that's that's a big thing over here and in America, where you know someone says something racist or derogatory, that that's that's their career 
dead or at least massively harmed. I don't know whether that that is a necessarily a thing over there. You know what I mean? A lot of it. There's a lot of a lot of the time. There's a lot of sort of false outrage on the on the part of you know American America especially. Like things like um, you know when they they shout cultural appropriation. And then you go to the country that's supposed to be getting culturally appropriated and they're all like, oh, no, this thing is great. Yeah, keep it up. They're like, no, oh, no, you shouldn't be doing that. That's t-. So I don't know what, what – I, I don't think it's necessarily entirely expected. But uh, but clearly this is proof that it has made it over there now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's bad. Just, bad, 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 bad. It's crazy. Yeah. But- while we are on the subject of films mm-hmm. and keeping it game related as well, mm-hmm. have you seen that um, that there's been a an advancement on the um, on the Metal Gear Solid film? Seen oh it? yes, we finally have a, an actor cast. Yeah, reportedly cast as Solid Snake. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting choice, Poe. Yeah, so um, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Poe Dameron. From, uh, yeah, from I was the, like, the, I recognised the name when I started reading it, and I was like, yeah. how do I know? Turns out he's now in literally anything that you're you're going to go and watch. It's <laughs> 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 just like, I'd look through his IMDb, no. and he's got like about a thousand films in the mix, and I'm like, all oh, right, okay. Oh, and he's also going to be Moon Knight. <laughs> he's like, That's he, it, yeah. He's doing a lot of stuff. I can see it, though. I've seen, like, some people have done mock-ups, haven't they? And yeah, do you know what? He well, looks, looks all right. The thing is, he pushed for this. If you remember when when they first said that John Boyd Roberts was going to be taking over, mm. um, it, he was like, "I am so down for Snake," and he was he was literally p- putting himself through, like putting pictures up, wasn't he? Mock posters and stuff, right, of himself as Solid Snake. Um, and then that that Boyd Roberts dude went on Twitter and was like, "Listen, I, you know, it's all fun, everyone saying this, but we're not even anywhere near this sort of stage yet. There's no casting uh, happening just yet." So guys, can you stop like, sharing this online yeah. <laughs> and trying to get it trending? You like, there's been nothing even talked about yet. Um, and then it was like three years later. I'm like, hey, I, I was surprised it's actually going to be it. I'm like, the thing is, the o- the only thing that makes me go, I, do you know what? I don't even I don't even care. Is that Konami are the ones that have Metal Gear Solid now? It's not mm. got nothing to do with Kojima. Um, so I don't trust them. <laughs> Don't trust me. Um, I mean, look the, at the last Metal Gear game, the um, the online survived. thing. It was an absolute disaster. Yeah, that so, was the quickest way they can make money from that engine. The uh, one yeah, thing that absolutely. is nice, though. So, have you have, did you see the announcement um, of Konami no. and Metal Gear? No. Yeah. So you know, Blue Point Studios, who do the um, the Dark Souls remake. Um, oh, right. Okay. And they also done the. Uh, I can't remember the other one that they've just done recently. Um, they did the Uncharted Shadow of the Colossus. That was it. Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, um, they right. did. Okay. So they, they've got. So they're doing sort of remastering. In, in doing the, the remasters and the, the, and the remakes. Because like, this brand new Demon Souls remake is phenomenal. Mm. And they're the ones that, that do it and this shadow of the colossus that they work from the ground up again as well and started has been phenomenal and now i believe it's it's become official now as well officially it got leaked they were working on a metal gear solid remake right um and i'm pretty sure now that they've actually came out and announced that yeah this is actually a thing so they're going to be remaking the original demon souls one uh the demon souls one sorry <laughs> <laughs> 
Metal Gear Solid One, the first one on the uh, on the PlayStation One. So that's nice. that's going to be exciting. Um, that that so, is because that out of all of them, at least, I think that is by far the most iconic. When you think about all the moments in Metal Gear um, films, Metal Gear games, there's so many cool little things. Whether it was just so original at the time, like things like you know swapping the controllers around and things like that and you know, the yeah, vibrating that... of the control pad and stuff when you get electrocuted things like that it was just so unique and i think i think it's just it's the one that probably could could have i mean it already had a remake didn't it it had that it was a twin, twin snakes, twin snakes. Game, yeah which was awesome mm. so, yeah I'm, I'm very very excited for it i'm, I'm intrigued to know how they're going to do the, the boss fight for psycho mantis and stuff like but I am very, very intrigued by it. So I'm excited. And also, if you get the, the digital version of it, you're still going to keep in the codec code on the back. Oh yeah, of case. course. You need the you need the, the case. That's just exactly just genius, absolute genius. And, uh, yeah, I remember playing games on the uh, like all these adventure games on the PC, like Sierra games and stuff like that. Police <laughs> quests and stuff. Yeah, and having to get the code just to stop piracy, having to go into the book to get the code. Yeah, it's uh, the same as Le- uh, Legend Suit Larry. You had to do a quiz. Yeah. If you're over the age of eighteen, and like we had no idea. <laughs> like, even now, if I put it in now, I'd be like, I don't know, mate. Yeah. I don't know who the president, the third president, was of the United States and stuff. And like, no, that's just proving that you're American. Yeah, <laughs> which say, I'm not. So many <laughs> that. questions in there. So that's well, mad. Speaking of games, I have um, I have finished Mass Effect Andromeda. Bizarre. Yeah, um, seventy four hours. Christ. Yeah. Um, so I just want to really quickly talk about that, and then quickly talk about something else kind of related. Um, I I hate that I listened to press about that game mm. i remember being really excited for it yeah and i remember then, on the pod you say yeah that you're like uh <laughs> like because i just i, I mean I, I wouldn't i wouldn't put it as as high to the extent that dave does but i did love that trilogy like but there's not that many games you know over the last sort of 10 years my ability to play games as as really you know my time has dwindled so to be able to get right the way through an entire trilogy of games is a pretty big deal. So that it's got to be something about it. And I, I loved it. Um, and I was really excited for the new one. I remember, you know, all those N7 days leading up to it and they'd release a little bit more about it. I thought, this looks great. And then it came out and everyone moaned about it. It got bad reviews. Said it was glitchy and it just wasn't like the old ones. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll wait until it goes cheaper. And then just never got around to it until... Few weeks ago, you know, they announced the remaster, and I'm like, you know what? I can get it for like six quid now. Let's go and buy it. And I bought it, and it's great. It's it's, <laughs> it's glitchy, right? It's you know, a game that's got something like 140 side quests that you've got to get through, you know, if you want to. Um, I I almost get that it's hard to get a game to be perfect and not have as many glitches as maybe it did. Um, Hint, hint, I'm segueing towards cyberpunk in a Yeah, uh, I guess where you're going with that, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> so I almost, I almost understand that. There were no game-breaking glitches for me. Apparently there is one. So the only annoying thing is, and this is probably the most annoying glitch of the entire thing, I've completed it and I've done every single side mission that I could. I know for an absolute fact 
apart from one that you can't do because you can't you just can't start the mission the only way people know about it is because on the pc version people had to hack the game to be able to get the mission to start properly right you you have a conversation with someone and they said oh can you do this for me like yep sure and then you just don't get a mission for it nothing happens but i did everything i scanned every planet went to every system did every you know did every quest for everyone um and i finished the game 100 percent. it says 100 percent. but my galaxy scanning even though every planetary system says 100 percent, it says 99 percent uh, and it's but short of flying to every one of those 80 galaxies again and scanning everything um <laughs> i can't see what it is i just don't know and i've googled and lots of people had the same thing people less like don't no one knows what that 99 percent means whether that is the game or what you know with the missions whether it's the scanning of the galaxies but next to that it is it's a mass effect game it's you know it it has all the the exploring the the universe, all the all quests you need. The only sort of weird difference, and I, I talked about it a few weeks ago, was how you sort of you have these four planets that you settle on, and each one you've got to get it past a certain um, sort of viability threshold to be able to to put a base there. Um, yeah. So you've you've got these huge areas of a planet. To, like much bigger than they've done in any other games where you, you go around, you do lots of different missions and you find these sort of um, these buildings from this race of aliens that were there thousands of years ago and you've got to reactivate them to so you can terraform planets and stuff like that. And that takes a big chunk of time. It's very, you know, right, you, you, this part of the game now, you are on this planet for the next eight hours while you're driving around. And it almost felt like sort of Sim City like where you're like you you know you've got to get this to do that and set this this city up and stuff. Um, mm. And that was a bit different. And the first time I hit onto that, I was like, oh, I hope this isn't what the game is. But the more you get through it, and the more you start to get that world to grow and drive around in your little buggy, it, it's great. It's just really good. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. And I, I I hate that I listened. Now putting 70 odd hours into a game was hard to sort of I, I felt like I was doing very little else with my life and while I have no job and I should be doing stuff that is productive <laughs> I also felt doubly bad my other half's very good she doesn't have a go at me about anything she hasn't been like you're gonna get a job yet every now and again she she jokes at me like you know I don't know if you get a job um but none of it's serious so I'm fine but anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but my point is I'm, I, over the last few weeks, I've really started to get intrigued in in getting cyberpunk, partly because of this game, because I've been like, how much have I enjoyed this huge, uh, sprawling, you know, RPG um, Mass Effect? So maybe cyberpunk is something I'm going to be interested in. And I'm, I'm like, I started seeing all the reviews and going, you know, people, I've seen plenty of 10s out of 10s, lots of, you know, 95%, things like that seen a few sevens and sixes i've seen one five and it's weird it seems to be there's people who are like you know this was so hyped and it now doesn't deserve the attention because look at it it's a mess and there's people that are like it's been so hyped because look how epic it is look how amazing it is yes it's massively glitched but i'm not going to let that affect the score because i know you know from precedent from looking at stuff like witch three that they're going to fix the problems well, that's it. So they've got a day zero patch yeah. already. So, so yeah, you, if you've pre-installed it, you've preloaded it, 
there's already a patch to patch that. Yeah, and then there's patch one, the day one yeah, patch, day one patch mm-hmm. as well, which is coming out with, for the consoles, and apparently that completely changes the game. Well, they've said that. Yeah. So, you know, take that with pinch of salt. I'll believe it when I see it. It's CD Projekt Red, and I have the utmost faith after the way that they supported Witcher 3. Mm. Well, well, absolutely. I just they, mean whether it's that quick that they've suddenly gone, oh, look, it's fine. So, yeah, because I think it's it's only... I mean, the, the, the game version that everyone has reviewed has mm. been the PC version. They've yeah. not allowed them to even touch or go anywhere near a console version. It's mm-hmm. only been this this PC yeah. version. And the fact that they pushed it back a month when it was literally ready ready to go so they could make sure the console versions were okay. Yeah. So that, that for once, gives me a little bit of faith. The one thing that I don't like, because I've been waiting for this, like secretly like hopeful that it's going to be great mm. as good as what i've been sort of looking forward to like dave i know dave's been obsessed with it um but i've then seen a, a, a snapshot of keanu reeves amazing voice acting in it mm-hmm. that's something that won't be able to be patched <laughs> <laughs> have, have you have you heard it yeah yeah i've seen a few a few of the trailers now as i'm starting to look into it oh boy it was the the one that because mike in work that the lad i work with is it got to the stage where yesterday it was just so much fun to wind him over it because he's genuinely so like defensive over this title mm. um and i don't know why like I, I don't know why all of a sudden he's like this is the hill i'm going to stand on <clears throat> yeah. and i'm going to fight it all but this is just, um, this is the problem with games like this games that are so big and hyped you know think so this and last of us 2 and even Mass Effect Andromeda, you, you're never going to get a genuine um, sort of opinion out there of whether it's a good game, whether it's, mm. it's worth it, because you've got people who are just so blind to the faults and people who just want to absolutely destroy it because for some reason they're angry. Yeah. Oh. So I was so just going through here. Um, he's put... Uh, well, here we go. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, the review started landing for uh, for Cyberpunk now yesterday evening. It looks really good. Everything's sitting around nine out nine out of tens. Some sevens coming in. Hmm, they look doubtful though. Um, I reckon it's going to be a nine or ten. I put yeah, just uh, just just been reading the IGN review now. Apparently, mm. story lasts about twenty hours, and he's put no, it's longer than that. I've mm. read other reviews that said that they spent forty five hours in there. And there's still a bunch, bunch of stuff to do. And I was like, yeah, apparently if you can add another like 20 to 25 to 30 hours if you do side quests. And he's like, no, Reg, this is a story I've read. And I was like, right. I've just yeah. read a second review, Mike. It states that there's about 20 to yeah. 25 hours long, the story. One of the like, devs uh, has, has supposedly put in about 140 hours on it, though, hasn't he? Yeah. Just running so, around doing loads of little extra missions. If you, if you want to live in Night City, you can do. Yeah. You know, there's, it's the same as any open world. The thing I love about this open world, though, is that, and I love the, I wasn't even having a pop when I was saying it's 20 hours long. I'm mm. genuinely excited for this. Yeah. Because it means it's a proper open world RPG that I get to complete. <laughs> That's so, it. So, no, I'm, I'm genuinely stoked about that. I don't have the, yeah. uh, despite my wow time, if I look at it now, I don't have, you know, 100 odd hours to no, exactly. sit off and play a game. So give me 20 hours of an amazing fast paced. My like, RPG, I'm well content with that. See, my my problem is I'm a completist with with things like that, with a lot of the side missions. So, 
so to just to, to to sort of use Mass Effect as an analogy. So I there's probably it's probably about the same. It's probably about twenty hours to do if you just want to do the you know the main mission um, and get to the end of it. But I start running around doing all the little side missions, and I do all those first, and a lot of them just come to you as you find them it's not like oh well look you've passed this third or fourth chapter of the main mission so you can have some more there are a few like that but i end up spending so much time on those that when i then eventually delve into carrying on the story it's over in the next like i've finished it within a day so i had i think about three chapters left of of whatever the main the main mission was but i spent hours and hours and hours and hours going around flying to different planets speaking to different people getting this moving it to there and then suddenly the game was was over because I just, you know, you haven't got that much of the core story. So I feel like this would probably be the same. If you've got 20 hours of the main thing, but you, you've also got all this running around and, you know, you can phone people up, can't you, and just talk to them and then suddenly they can give you something to do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. As you say, there's, there's, there is like an absolute shed ton of stuff in it. Yeah. And the the skill trees and stuff all look amazing and i love how it, it does literally conversations will affect the entire outcome mm-hmm. of the game so yeah. like if you piss someone off they'll actually go and tell someone that you but, may actually eventually yes. go to at some but point you don't you don't know either do you i'm no. i'm not sure whether i like the sound of this i like in i like in stuff like mass effect and i like in the you know like the telltale games where you know that the balance has shifted to them liking you or hating you based on your conversation you know it'll give you a little a little icon to show if you say this then that is you being nice to them and this is you being being you know uh being bossy to them and this is you being angry at them so you know what's happening with this it's just here's your conversation thread go at it and you know (laughs) so be it if you say something to them and they don't like it then that's them gonna hate you it's uh it's interesting i almost i almost like that little extra bit that you can be handheld so I can go, all right, I know I'm going to play this, <laughs> this game as a good guy and I know I'm going to romance this character and stuff like that. Oh, I'm going to, you know, do... I, I like, I almost like that hand-holding, just that little bit of sort of non-realism where you know exactly what you're doing and with how they're going to react. Mm. Is this, this sounds true. <laughs> but, but do you know what? No, I say that, but that is exactly what Beyond... Uh, beyond uh, Detroit, <laughs> not beyond. Sorry, Reg. What Detroit um, become human was was like. You didn't yeah. know how your decisions were going to affect it. Um, it didn't give you that hint, did it? And it didn't really tell you. This person doesn't like you now. Um, and that made me immediately replay it. I finished <laughs> the game and I played it again and did it different ways. Whereas. Mass Effect, I didn't need to because I let it go the way that I wanted from the beginning. So maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it means that 20-hour playthrough becomes a 40-hour because you want to redo it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like, I'm I'm excited for it. I, yeah. it it's not lost all, like, oh, no. no. Because by the time I get to play it in, like, six months' time, you know, it will be patched <laughs> to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you've got a console that can play it. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, I think my laptop will. My mm. laptop's... A, a nice little meaty beast but yeah i think i'd want to play it on a on a 55 inch t- telly to yeah exactly, the exactly. Pad. Mm. so it seems to be that type of game that i really well, want i feel um, like i'll see I'll, i'm pretty sure i'll get some sort of vouchers 
for Amazon or something for Christmas from some people. So that maybe that's where I'll spend it. Mm. Well, yeah, as you say, I do. I, <laughs> I do want. It. I'm I'm toying with the idea, so I'm going to have a look to see on that. Um, you know, the PC benchmark to mm. see if it does. Then that might be like. You know how I said it's weird. I'm not going to get a game for Christmas this year. I might be like, "Can I have this?" And then she'd be like, "No, you've already had your Christmas presents." And I'd be like, "Okay." So then I'll buy it myself, <laughs> and all will be good. Yeah. Um, although I am due a, I am due a fifty quid uh, Amazon voucher, so I might use oh, it. There you go. Which is nice. Nice, nice, nice. That's good. But um, nice. the one thing I won't be able to use it on. Um, is obviously Halo Infinite, you no, know, because that's now been officially pushed back to at least fall of next year now. So Fair you enough. know how we were literally going like, oh yeah, it's been pushed back to like next year, thinking oh it's going to be about Feb March. Mm. The the same is going to be sort of late late twenty one. Now it's coming out just due to the, the sheer volume of rework that had to go into it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. No. I, I I get that. Release it on the anniversary. One year anniversary of uh, of the X. Yeah, episode. that's not a bad shout. Because then it can be like that. That was the plan all along. Right now, before we do pop off, okay, we used to have a very fun feature mm-hmm. um, while we were discussing the original uh, podcast we used to do, the G Dot Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got one more thing for you. Okay, so one more thing before we go. One more thing before we go. Now, if I said to you, Dan, mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> they were going to be making a, a film um, that's going to have Colonel Sanders in it, okay, i.e. the Kentucky Fried Chicken dude. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. Um, who would you want to be played as Colonel Sanders? Matthew McConaughey. Okay, and what would, <laughs> what would you want this 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 movie all about Colonel Sanders to be? Um, not knowing much about his life, I would guess some sort of biopic. But at the same time, I can imagine because he was living in that time, it would probably be a very very racist story, and <laughs> hence that is probably not the film that they're going to make. No, it is not. So (laughs) there is a, um, spoiler, a Lifetime movie. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's the sort of films they do. Yeah. So this is going to be premiering on December the 13th. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Sunday. The title is amazing. It's a recipe for seduction. (laughs) No. Oh, this sounds sounds horrendous. It gets better. Mario Lopez. Yeah, fair AC enough. Slater. Wait, he's going to be... He's the player in the colonel. <laughs> and <laughs> he's the new chef in some mansion that the wife of a um, a really, like, high-up fancy guy, um, those two are a fiancé, like a gay, are going to be married, and then she falls for the chef. And one of the lines in the trailer, which I will send you right now, is... Oh, you're going to pay for this chicken, man. <laughs> Just, it's incredible. But they've given the, like, the tash and all sorts. And it's just, it's all things amazingly bad. But the trailer's out. I've just sent it, Ash, instead of you. Whoops. 
she's going to be like, why have you sent me a trailer for a KFC movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I meant to do. But I've just sent you, if you go on Facebook Messenger now, um, the trailer literally goes on for a minute. Excellent. And it's amazing. This is, uh, this cannot be serious. No, nope, this, this is this is genuine. No, I honestly, one hundred percent. Thumbnail has got Mario Lopez as <laughs> as the Colonel, and yeah, absolutely. So he's going grey, but he's not white hair, <laughs> and he's got a white shirt on and like a black cravat. So it so kind of the... looks like his little the little toggle thing that he has, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's not quite. So wow. This, this... The synopsis for this is presented by KFC and Lifetime. As the holidays draw near, a young heiress contends with the affections of a suitor handpicked by her mother when the handsome chef, Harlan Sanders, arrives with his secret fried chicken recipe in a dream. He sets in motion a series of events that unravels the mother's devious plans. Will our plucky heiress escape with the wintry happily ever after with Harlan at her side, or will she cave to the family demands of family and duty? lifetime movies mm. so it's yeah it's it's actually happening and the comments are amazing i bet for it <laughs> to, to be fair um everyone is just like <laughs> so the world 2020 can't get any worse than this kfc hold my chicken <laughs> 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 for it um we're now having oh my God, is this going to start the, the beginning of a crossover universe? Is Ronald Burger King and Wendy going to have their own shows? I was like, oh God. And it's just, the secret's out, chicken man. This ain't your daddy's KFC. <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know if Mario's agent should be fired or promoted for this show. Like, I have no idea. And then in a world that gave a Sharknado, this was the only logical step forward. Mm-hmm. It's... It's just one of the weirdest things ever. I don't understand why they... And, like, I know that the Colonel's become this fascination because there's, like, the dating sim and they're out on, in Japan yeah. and stuff where you can date Colonel Sanders and stuff and why... Yeah, it's got the weird, a... sexy CGI um, Colonel Sanders that they've made. Yeah. I, mm. I, I, I don't get why he's become this thing, but he has. <laughs> and, yeah, now there's a... A love triangle, murder possibly, uh, film that's coming out on wow. Lifetime next week, and I really want to watch it. <laughs> Apparently, it's only a short, so it goes on for something like twenty minutes or something. So it's not even that long. Okay. So I'm I'm dying. This is definitely it. some kind of oh, presented by KFC and Lifetime. Yeah. So yeah. I I honestly thought it was going to be a um like a Saturday Night Live sketch or something, you know, at the end of it, mm. but. It, it's not. It's actually happening, <laughs> and yeah. it's just, just really weird. Really, well, really weird. I'm content with the trailer. <laughs> I think the trailer um, gave me enough of an idea. To, yeah, uh, yeah. That you don't I need don't, to watch it, but you know, going to actually see it. Yeah. I think we should do a live stream of it. Okay. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Christmas pod. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so that was my one last thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. I tell you, yeah, in fact, we should all watch it, and then each of us has to come up with an equivalent movie plot and actor to play Ronald McDonald. Um, yeah, the Burger King, uh, things like that. 
Right, okay. How's okay. that? I'm, I'm content with doing that. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to film it in time, but I'll do the rest. No, don't worry. <laughs> no, you know, we don't have to actually make it. We just need to uh, talk about our, the, what, what happens in our films. Right, okay. I'll script it then. Exactly. Then I'll, okay, I'll okay even better. Yeah, I'll get me, Ash and Oliver, to re- like, act it out <laughs> on pod. I like it. All right. <laughs> I love how extravagant our Christmas specials get. Sounds good. <laughs> I hope they put this on YouTube. The, yeah, I, was, I thought you meant my film then, but no, yeah. <laughs> it would be as if they put the recipe for seduction on YouTube. Yeah. I may, I may uh, break my uh, I don't pirate stuff rule. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to break it on as yeah, well. Exactly. You, know, you could imagine that. that I get a knock at the door. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mm. sir. Can you please stop streaming a recipe for the <laughs> Just the no. Come on. Come on. Watch it and tell me you wouldn't. <laughs> You'd have done the same. Yeah. A gazillion percent. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> On that note. Yes. Kept you for too long, Reg. Yeah. Sorry about Thanks. that. <laughs> right. Anyway, so thank you very much for listening. It yeah. has been a pleasure. It has. As I say always, but as it most, most of the time is. Yeah, like 93% of the time. Exactly. Right. We will see you same time next week. Well, maybe a bit earlier. (laughs) But yes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Doodles.